Greetings, everyone. I'm excited to welcome Maddie Foreman, Chief Commercial Officer and co-founder of Vestigo to the show. Maddie, welcome. Thank you very much. Well, it's great to have you here. Let's dive right in and tell us a little bit about your background. Absolutely. So I am a first-time co-founder of Vestico. We founded our business back in 2020 while I was doing my MBA at London Business School. So my experience is very much in the academic background. And prior to doing my MBA, I worked for Diageo for five years in a sales role, everything from account management through to sales team management. And those are the skills I'm bringing to our startup now. So I, I head up our sales function and manage all our client relationships. That's great. And yeah, that's really interesting coming from the commercial side sales background. And I'm guessing at Diageo, a large company, right? So a lot of learnings coming from being as part of a sales team at a large company, I'm guessing. Oh, for sure. So many, so many. You don't even know when you're experiencing that, how much of it's going to be useful when you start your co-foundership journey. Everything from how to manage disagreements with clients through to negotiating, through to even just the sheer hustle in business generation and what's really required to get a sale. All of that I took from my role, but also the discipline that you get from operating in quite a large sales environment. I would recommend it to, to anyone who's looking at a kind of sales career. You get such great basics from operating in a company that does sales so well. And that gave me a great grounding for, for the business we've built. That's great. I've worked in really large companies, right? Pluses and minuses with that, but usually they've got a lot of things figured out to get that scale, which I love. So, and then I know when I was in grad school, of course, no sales courses, but marketing courses and people, you know, never really seemed that interested in those courses. And of course, now we know like, boy, I want to know as much as possible about marketing and sales. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. So founded Vestico in 2020. So tell us a little bit about what Vestico does. Absolutely. So Vestico is the B2B software that combines user-generated content and AI to transform e-commerce experiences. So if you're buying fashion online, you're going to see imagery and video from people who share your body measurements. If you're buying beauty, you're going to see imagery and video from people who share your skin tone and skin conditions. And all of that helps retailers drastically increase their conversion rate and reduce their return rates online. Interesting. Is- yeah. Can you give us like a little use case example? Like if I went to an e-commerce store, like how, how is this working? For sure. So if you work with one of our retail partners that's integrated our software mm-hmm. and you go onto their product page and you type in your body measurements, what you're going to see is a feed of imagery and videos that feel and look like TikTok from people who are just like you wearing that product. So in fashion, you'll see how it fits on you perfectly. You'll see what size you need to buy. You'll see how those trousers are going to hit on your leg. So suddenly you're making a very informed purchase decision, but also you can see how good you'd look in that item. And and the same goes for beauty. Once you see it on a real person who's just like you, the knowledge and the inspiration that you get from that is second to none. And that's that's what our business brings. Really interesting because I do find that helpful just as a consumer looking at things and it's like, boy, is this get, like if I buy a backpack, is this going to be giant on me or is it small? What are the proportions, right? It's hard to tell. Exactly. Unless you're one of those 1% of people that looks exactly like a model across the internet, you're going to struggle because you don't relate to the person you're seeing. And all of that can be 
solved with user-generated content because there's so much content out there. If you've ever spent any time on TikTok, any time on Instagram, you'll know how much content there is out there, but it's not organized and brought to e-commerce in a way that makes sense for shoppers yet. And that's what we do. Yeah, that's great. And who who is your customer? Who are you going after? Are these big retail brands who have, I'm guessing, a large online e-commerce presence? Well, we very much we work with with large brands, but mm-hmm. we we started our journey in the SME segment. So we learned everything we know from operating with small businesses who where we're working with the founder directly to increase their conversion rate and reduce their returns with, as you say, a much smaller quantity of content to work with just out of the gate. So we honed our skills and our tech in the SME market, and now we're deploying it in the enterprise market. Okay. So really it could be any online shopping, e-commerce, whether small or Lululemon or whoever it might be that could take advantage of this. Absolutely. Okay. Really interesting. And so you said you founded your company in 2020 and you have one co-founder, a couple co-founders. So I've got two fantastic co-founders. I've got Maya, who's ex-Yelp, who I met on my MBA, who brought me into, into Vestico. And she's our CEO and manages everything from product to marketing through to all the jobs that a CEO has to do. And then we have Benedict as well, who is our CTO, who's ex-Apple. And all three of us together make up the founding team. And when we originally founded it, it was founded in our first semester of business school. So Uh for two years, we were doing a full-time MBA and doing a full-time startup. But now that we've graduated, we're completely and 100% all about Vestico. And I know how hard those MBA programs are. And interesting doing that at the same time, the lessons learned in the grad school program, were you able to apply like this is something, hey, we're learning this in the classroom and then could you apply those lessons immediately to your startup? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'd be discussing something like how to market to B2B, how in B2B, how does marketing work? And you instantly take that lesson and you apply it and you remember it because you're doing it right alongside alongside learning it. So while in many ways doing an MBA and building a business simultaneously is maybe the worst idea, there are some upsides around the whole learning piece and being surrounded by a network of people who are interested in what you're doing, who want to help and to inspire you as well. So many perks, but the time management side of things is a mega downside for sure. Yeah, a lot of time commitment there. I'm curious, it's almost like free consulting. I could see asking questions of professors based on what your experience in your startup and just just the students there too, who have various experience and background who could also help if you ask them, I'm I'm sure. Absolutely. Business schools are full of experts. You've just got to be willing to ask. Yeah. And so where is your company located? Are you virtual? Do you have kind of a headquarters somewhere? So we're we're a London-based company. The founders come from all over. So I'm, I'm a Brit. But Maya is from Georgia, the country, not the state. Okay. And Benedict is from Germany. So we're pretty international in our outlook, but we are London-centric, selling our software across across the world, really, everywhere from America to we actually started over in the Middle East and our first clients were in Kuwait. So we've always had that wow. kind of international leaning. Oh, that's great. So global customer base. And then tell us a little bit about your current team size. Well, the three co-founders are the core. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have a very small sales team of one, and we also have a marketing support intern who does all of our social media because she understands TikTok better than than I ever will. 
So yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Okay, so the co-founders directly involved, working hard every day, sales team of one, then a marketing support intern doing a lot of social right. social media. So anything you want to share about the scale size ARR range of your of your Vestico right now? Well, I think we are very much in the mode of scaling. So mm -hmm. we've had our phase of, you know, testing the product, seeing what the true impact was of what we're doing. And now we're in that phase where it's how can we have as many conversations as possible with retailers? And I'm delighted to say that, you know, retailers are really connecting with what we're doing. And it's certainly a pain point with, with retailers. So now we're all about scaling and we are coming up on our seed round. So we're prepping for that at the moment. And from there, we will hopefully explode. That's great. And tell us a little bit about your go-to-market motion. How are you reaching out, finding retailers, right? Seems like a big ocean, a lot of opportunity there. So how are you making contact, finding your prospects? Well, it's it's largely outbound at the moment. So we've built a kind of repeatable outbound process that's kind of automated email sequencing through to LinkedIn, through to calling. So we, we've started to build that outbound motion and we've also leveraged conferences. So we've always had good outcomes from going and actually speaking to these retailers face-to-face -face and really talking to them about what their problems are and, and kind of building a connection through that particular channel. We also leverage partnerships. So we have a retail consultancy in the US that supports us in that market, selling Vestico. And that's another great way for us to extend our reach without having to extend our team at the moment. Okay, and I assume a lot of that Diageo experience is helping here. So that outbound sales motion conferences and then the partnership channel, which is great. And then so you recently raised some capital and it's a 250K pound pre-seed round, correct? Correct. Okay, and then looking for a formal seed round coming up. So tell us about that pre-seed round. What were the triggers or milestones or what did you see that said we need capital at this point in time? So at that point, we'd started to have real conversations with retailers and really got insight into the fact that there is a problem here that needs to be solved. And retailers seem to be resonating with, with the way that we're solving it. And then we started to A-B test, right? So we started to really understand the true impact of what this user-generated content and AI combination can, can do. And once we saw conversion rates go up, return rates go down, like now, now's the time. Now we, now we scale, we get enterprise ready and we, we build the team that we need to service the biggest brands in the world. Not, not just these amazing SMEs we've been working with so far. That love that insight. So you, you're having those conversations with the retailers, obviously a problem there, but you saw some data, some Customer or I guess customer usage of the product, like you said, where conversion rates are going up, returns going down. So you see a little bit of, I guess, I don't know, just like ROI in the product. And then you say, hey, we have some product market fit here. Now it's time to scale more. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we had what we needed to know that we were really onto something and that enterprise retailers would benefit from what we were offering and when, as you know, when you when it comes to enterprise, you need to be ready, right? You don't mess around with brands, tech stack without being truly, truly ready. So that's what we invested our time and money in. And I'm curious, going after retailers, small and large, who who do you reach out to? What's that title, that persona within these retail brands that you're reaching out to 
to generate interest? Is it someone who's managed in their online e-commerce shop, their CTO, someone in sales and marketing? Who who do you reach out to? It's a great question, and it's it's quite varied. So, the beauty of this user-generated content is that it touches so many departments, and that it can have such a broad-ranging impact. So. Yes, it solves conversion and returns. And that's probably the domain of the e-commerce director, the digital director, because it's getting their website to be performing at a higher rate. But it's also bringing the community into the e-commerce experience. So increasing that lifetime value, you know, bringing new people into the brand. And that's really the domain of marketing. And then on the back end, you've got all these great analytics showing you who your customers are, who who are these people putting in their body measurements? What is your standard body type of your shopper? And that impacts design. So once you get this content and AI engine going, the impact is broad. Mm -hmm. Uh, So my job is just to find the, the person in the company who has the biggest pain point that we can help with and then show the other divisions how we can support them too. Okay, really interesting. So is that a multiple, multiple, I guess, sign-offs, like a couple departments usually have to sign off then to bring your tech in? That is the flip side, yes. So you have to manage multiple stakeholders. But what we've seen is that it means that you get a lot of momentum behind your POCs, your pilots, because everybody's interested in what you're doing because it's going to impact them in some way. So once you build that positive momentum... There, a lot of great things start to happen and things can move fast. Yeah, really interesting. And as we wrap up here, Maddie, really interesting insight and experiences so far. Any lessons learned in that pre-seed round stage that you could share with other SaaS founders who are looking to go out to get a pre-seed round? Absolutely. So I think it's, it's a bit of a cliched one, but going through these investment committee meetings, these analyst meetings, it's as much about seeing if the investor is right for you as you are right for the investor. So don't be afraid to walk away from investors that you don't feel are a fit for your for your business. Also, if you're in a co-founder situation, if there's one of you that's leading the investment, support that person. It's a very tough, tough gig to have to go out and try and get money. So it's really a team effort. Even if you've got someone on point, give them all the support they need and help them do their job. And finally, just that there's nothing quite like a warm intro. Warm intros are so powerful that the industry obviously needs to be very conscious of the fact that that can generate a certain bias, a certain exclusivity. And I think if you can leverage a warm intro, do it. And I think there's work to be done in the VC space to make sure there's equal access across all all groups, marginalized or not. That's great. Love that insight. So you need investor founder fit support that founder who is raising it's a ton of work obviously and then warm intros always better than cold intros and so what's coming up maddie that's exciting for the company what's next in in 2023 for vestico oh there's so much you'll see us on some major brands very very soon i'm trying to see if you're wearing one but i can't can't quite tell i don't remember which one this is yeah (laughs) so yeah so every day at household brands you're gonna gonna see us on their websites very soon we are also launching our seed round as well. So lots to look forward to. We've just launched our beauty product properly in the market as well. So it's all go, 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 change. And yeah, look out for us on, on your local fashion website. That's great. I love that. So yeah, exciting year coming up for Vestigo. And 
if listeners would like to learn more about your company online, where should we send them? So head to vestico.co. So that's vestico.co. We also have a very active TikTok and Instagram where you can see how we work in amazing short format videos and see all other kinds of great content, fashion, beauty, inclusivity, all of it. That's great. So if you'd like to learn more about Vestico, check out V-E-S-T-I-C-O to learn more. So Maddie, really appreciate your insight. Great story. So thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much, Ben.